Today on the Tim Marner Podcast Show, I've got Drew and Scott from Solid Ground Outdoors, the motherfuckers that I've met. What was it, two months ago? And I was just like, just fucking fell in love with you both as soon as I met you. I just honestly think you're sick. I've been following your Instagram. I like everything that you're both about. Scott, give me a bit of a background of where you've come from. And sure, mate, yeah. So um, I finished university in 2010. Um, and I was looking to get into the military. Graduating in 2010, it was probably the worst time because it was the recession. Likewise, the same for the military as well. Um, I was looking to fly, so they just cancelled loads of orders um, for the military. So I spent about 18 months with the RAF, was sponsored through kind of university, looking to become a pilot. And at the end of that, they basically says, look, we've cancelled all these orders. Um, we can't give you a job. So I was like, okay, what'd I do? So came out, um, didn't want to be kind of stuck behind like a desk, just because I think I've got a bit of ADHD, mate. I just like being, being out and, and amongst it. So I looked around for my options, and at that point, the emergency services, they were like the only guys taking, taking people on. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do that for a couple of, couple of years. 10 years later, um, I'm still there, mate. Um, but moving through that, like one of my biggest passions was outdoors. Um, started in the outdoors really young, like kind of 13, something like that. Um, and then travelled everywhere, like out to the Alps, South Africa, like just expeditions that like the whole way through, kind of, my 18, like, kind of late teens, kind of early 20s. Um, and from that as well, like just accrued loads of, of outdoor qualifications, which I was lucky enough to kind of like foster within the, the Royal Air Force as well. Um, so I continued that and... Yeah, bits and pieces kind of happened in the emergency services. Obviously, it's a really stressful job. So, like, one of my big kind of outlets was the outdoors. Loving Scotland, it's obviously right on your doorstep. So, I would use that to escape, like, shift work. Um, and then probably about 18 months ago, um, I came at a kind of crossroads in my career where I just thought, like, I'm getting to that 10-year mark and I'm not really fulfilling everything I want to do like I was lucky enough at the start of my career to do loads and loads of cool stuff but I got to that point where I was just like ah, I'm a wee bit kind of sick of this I need to find something that I'm really passionate about and that was obviously the outdoors um, so started um, an outdoor company following an accident that me and one of my mates were in um, up in the Highlands so that was like two guys with like 20 years plus experience um, my mate that I was out with nearly died so like even us as really experienced blokes we were like Right, okay, well, how do we set up a company that could, like, teach safety, like, teach people to, like, look after themselves so that if they find themselves, like, in the shit, they can get themselves out? So that was the first business. Um, that gets set up, done really well. Uh, that one's called Pathfinder Outdoors. From that, we kind of um, taught navigation lessons, like, emergency procedures, so that if you're ever caught out, this is how you would look after yourself until kind of help arrives. What type of people are you teaching? Um, that was just like members of the public, to be honest. Um, but we had like a range. We had people that were like um, total beginners to the outdoors and then people all the way through to like really, really experienced guys. Um, and we, like we had people coming on the courses as well that had been involved in accidents, like had been airlifted off the side of the hills, like crazy stuff. And like people didn't know how to navigate, didn't know how to use a map and compass. And then by the end of that, a course it would just be a day's course then they would go away and they'd be confident um being able to like map read and and you know seek the help from like emergency services um the, the problem is at the minute everybody everybody relies on the phone don't they that's when, it, when yeah, they're out yeah, and yeah. out and it's just like fucking it just doesn't work yeah 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 that's it so it? Yeah. um so that was a big thing mate and like don't get us wrong like in that course you know you can rely on technology as well um but there comes a point like in our accident the one that, that we were involved in um, the phone, the phones were down. Like there was no signal, so it was up to us and our like experience to just like medevac ourselves out, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we taught taught that. Uh, that was with two ex-military blokes, um, two ex-paras. Um, so yeah, done really well teaching members of the public. And uh, the two lads, one of them was um, going off on operations, so he couldn't dedicate as much time. And then the other guy who was in the accident with us. Um, he got into one of the mountain rescue services um, up in Scotland, so his time, you know, he just he just couldn't commit enough time to the business. So it was just kind of me, myself, and I, and the, the demand was too much. 
So then I moved on to another mountaineering company, helped start that up, um, and was really successful. Um, kind of building on what I'd uh, taught within Pathfinder Outdoor. But this time it was kind of working with more commercial-based clients. Um, so still teaching like members of the public. Um, we're teaching winter skills courses. So again, just uh, teaching people how to look after themselves in the hills. Um, and then from that, we started building relationships with Osprey Europe. So we took a number of their guys out um, down for a weekend in Wales, and it was awesome. Um, done like Cribb Goch. Um, so that, they're obviously doing a video shoot, photo shoot, and then... Yeah, mate, so that one... That, you're doing risk assessment, you're kind of making sure... That yeah, so so at that point, um, our our whole remit within that mountain that mountaineering company was just to instruct the guys. So we're going up down Cribb Goch, uh, laid on climbing is for them the next day as well. But then off the back of that, they introduced some like new product lines, and that's obviously when I met Drew. So, so that's the point you two met. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, I mean, we we we, knew each other. we we knew each other. We'd met before, but in terms of like a professional relationship, that's kind of when it was formed. Um, yeah. Ideally, because we had this kind of same you know vision going forward of what would be not just cool to do but fulfilling. So. Yeah. I don't know, we just kind of bounced off each other in one of those moments. So um, what's your background venture? I know we've touched on it before when I talked to you. Yeah, so um, a brief rundown. Uh, you probably need subtitles for this, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be here if there's uh, <laughs> some subtitles in there. It's worse. It's like starting yeah. a bad joke, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. Um, so yeah, uh, quit school at 17, uh, joined the army. Pretty, uh, pretty distracted kid in school, so... Yeah. The army was my plan A and my only plan, really. Um, I think a lot of the best people I meet with ADHD, all of them, have got that line. I don't even think I had ADHD, I just had no interest. You know, (laughs) I I, I don't know, maybe I did. Undiagnosed anyway, but uh, probably. Probably all sorts. Um, But yeah, so I joined the army. um, I broke my hand, so I had to wait till I was 18 to join. Um, So yeah, anyway, I loved it. Really good career, you know, served all over the place, the jungles and Iraq and stuff like that. Um, towards maybe the six-year point, I was looking, you know, getting out, and it was either going to private security or else, you know, I was going back into the, into the circuit. I was going overseas again. I just didn't seem a bit fulfilling, so I was a bit, a bit bored, you know, a bit fetters with the whole thing. So then I looked into you know becoming a professional uh, safety guy and did all my courses. I paid for them um, whenever I was leaving. Part of my settlement package, which is pretty amazing. Like a lot of guys don't use it. Don't know why, because I paid for everything. So yeah, after that, went into um, health and safety in the timber industry, which I'm working on now. It's a really, really high hazard um, industry, tons of stuff going on. And obviously with my um, passion with solid ground, which I've been doing for maybe two or three years previously, selling clues, I thought, you know what, I'd, be kinda, I'd love to kind of bring the two in together. I just didn't know how to do it until me and Scott kind of spoke about it. So solid ground was already established with you as a sort of like clothing company. Yeah. Then you'd both met within Osprey and you just kind of... What was that first initial meeting like? So basically, the, we, probably just in the piss out each other. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, it's probably all sorts like. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know, you wouldn't even want to hear it word for word to be honest. <laughs> in fact, but, I think the first time that we met was, um, there's, a, there's a really famous hotel in Glencoe um, called the King's House Hotel. And I think that was like, we, we were keeping contact like on Instagram as everyone does. And then we just got pissed one night. Like I think we were up, we were doing a course, weren't we? So yeah. I was running a course with that previous mountaineering company. And uh, yeah, I just met Drew. He's like, how you doing? I'm Drew. And then we were just sitting getting pissed all night and on, on the whiskey and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. And, no, yeah. I remember the poem we got the worst like, hangers ever had. Like, pretty yeah. much from the start, yeah. Yeah, it was one of the worst hangers I've had, for sure. But, so did Osprey hire you both sort of like individually to come and do this health and safety risk assessment? So that, that's to say, that's my career now anyway. Um, yeah. I've, I've you know, got the qualifications that. I've got uh, quite a lot of experience in that. Um, and obviously coming from my background uh, within military, you just got a keen eye for it really. Like you yeah. can kind of see this kind of stuff. Um, I, I just think it's really easy to follow procedure. Uh, and so when you go into like health and safety, it's just, you know, it, it fits really well with, you know, ex-military guys and that is, there's a lot of ex-military guys in the industry. So yeah, like with the clothing side of things that I'd, I'd started in 2018, you know, I was doing that while I was in the military and it was so hard trying to, you know, was relying on my brother a lot for, you know, I'm so thankful for him to be there to help to help me out with the orders because, you know, they were getting shipped from North Ireland where, where my family home was. Right. And I was, you know, deployed in you know, the jungle and stuff like that. So it was just like, it was so hard. So Sunshine Outdoors has been going for four years around that, yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then it got to the point where, you know, it was never not successful. It was always successful from the start, but 
it gets so busy that like it takes over your life. Yeah. You know, that's a, a point that I find really hard when you were maybe getting 25, 30 orders a night with clothes and like, that's a lot of work yeah. and you've just worked above that. And yeah, it's good and I love seeing it grow, but there's always a point where I wanted more. And it's not that like I wanted more money. That's not, I just feel like the business could provide more. Um, so I start going into more technical kind of stuff and I'm happy where we're at. I don't want to go push too far into it. I was more kind of like testing the water with some of the base layers and stuff. Um, I'll let the big brands have their say. Um, they can do their own thing. But like for me, I felt, you know what, this makes sense. You know what, me and Scotty both have the same kind of interest in outdoors, as I say, and we've both seen, like we're kind of chatting about it previously, like it's not a gap in the market. It really isn't. It's just a need in the market and people don't realize they need it. So there is other companies doing this, maybe on a bigger scale or smaller scale, but regardless, everyone needs this. Everyone needs health and safety. And it's not just remain legal. It's, you know, it's a, it's a moral obligation for your, to protect your employees. Like. Yeah. Um, so for people out there, just to sort of like sum it down, what, what, if someone's going to say, what is solid ground outdoors, what would you both say it was? Because um, obviously it's more than just clothing. Yeah. That's just you know, what people sort of wrap. Yeah. What, what, how, would you, how would you describe somebody, somebody else? So it's theoretically, it's a management service. So it's we providers of high-end media safety solutions. That's pretty much what it is in a nutshell. However, we've got merchandising behind it now, um, which has a kind of cutting edge. And yeah, there is no like, there is no other businesses like this really. And it's not it's just because of the way it's been formed and shaped. Um, but that doesn't mean it won't do well. You know what I mean? That's uh, it's it is different. You know, I understand there's not many safety companies that have this kind of you know cool clothing edge to it. But why can't there be why kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and especially with the clients you're working with. You know what I mean? We're working with Osprey. Like that's a cool brand. You know, we're yeah. working with uh, you know there's some more uh, companies in the pipeline here we've got chats with, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. They're pretty cool stuff. So. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Why couldn't you do it? And that's how it yeah. works, really. I'd say as well, uh, Tim. Just I think we kind of cover this when we met you in the lakes. Like, if you can imagine, just like a kind of one-stop shop for um, your kind of your suits, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, we obviously work in really close partnership with um, a load of camera crews, um, pretty much at the top of their game. And then what we do is, is we come in and we put in all the the safety elements of that shoot and a kind of one-stop package so whether that be um, mountainside rigging so we can get the camera crews in position safely um, we've got paramedics that we work with and uh, we get drew obviously health and safety specialists so he, he'll we'll look at the whole shoot and then we'll say okay what risks have we got here with this shoot and how can we mitigate those risks so that it doesn't put like the brand at risk you know it doesn't compromise any of us in terms of like our own accreditation and our own insurances and as well as like the camera crews because what they don't want like it sounds terrible but they don't want someone dying on one of these shoots because ultimately the shit has then hit the fan and it then lies with well who's picking up the who's, yeah it just i, mean, I, mean? I understand because i'm in the sort of game you know i do touch it and yeah. there's times when i've been hung out of an helicopter not yeah. harnessed in or anything that's it and i'm thinking to myself <laughs> yeah. and then when i met you two i'm like yeah why haven't i even really thought yeah. about this like because it's i think it's just my nature just like yeah just kinda, see i'm like it just, but it's nuts it's stupid yeah another thing as well tim is like so we work with uh, a cameraman just now um, Aslan Steelwright, he's very, very capable individual. Um, he's like an ex-UK uh, stuntman, has worked like on big productions and then turned cameraman. He is really well qualified in terms of like uh, rock climbing and like kind of rope access, right? But what we're here to do is is like take away that like cognitive overload. So like if he's a cameraman, right, and that is his, um, his trade, then all he's thinking about is getting the shots, getting the angles, yeah. you know, and thinking, right, how can I make this such a cool shot for the brand that I'm working for, right? We come in and we take away that cognitive overload that then he doesn't need to then think about, okay, how do I rig this to make it safe? How do I not kill myself? How do I not do this? How do I not do yeah. that? That's the problem people think, I can do this. That's it. And I can do it yeah, myself, yeah. but like after an eight-hour shoot. Yeah. And then... You know, complacement, you just kind of just one little mistake can yeah. just cost you, can't it? And you need to think as well, is that like, these shoots aren't going to happen, you know, on the side of a road. They're going to happen in remote areas. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got all the lugging to get there. You know, we have, we don't mind doing that kind of stuff. That's part of the job, really. You know, what? <laughs> I'm used to kind of stuff in the army anyway. But it's like, it's for a different reason now. Yeah. Um, and when you're there, like, you really need to be switched on because, you know, people die all the time. You know, they're, they're, look at the, the Scottish Mountain um, rescue statistics from last year. There's quite a lot. And experienced guys as well, not just new novices. Yeah. So these things happen. Um, 
and yeah, like you're going there with an extra, you know, set of eyes in the ground, but the fact that you've all went through an initial risk assessment and stuff first, you've actually went through the control measures and make sure we haven't missed everything out. Like that's why it's all really important. But at the same time, we're, I also see us as enablers because we're actually enabling, like um, for example, Osprey or whoever, to do these shits. Like we're enabling them to say, look, we're you can do these shits now. You can do it safely. Um, you're massively less in the risk of getting prosecuted by the HSE if something did happen. Um, of you know. What you, that, that you think, right? That's a, bad. that's yeah. bad for everything. That's yeah. bad for your, yeah. your your image and you know in terms yeah, of but that's the problem is that fine, like. can do it themselves. They get some kid who's like, oh yeah, I can get off into that, and some kid off into that. Oh, do you fancy doing this because it sounds yeah, it's just like fucking yeah, one, yeah. one mistake. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's the it. thing is, Tim, like, and this isn't probably speaking out of turn. Like Drew agrees with me here. Like, see, even the big players like in the industry, yeah, like they have no overview of this. Yeah. Like, and it's only because of like our backgrounds having been involved in like you know fatal accident inquiries and and yeah. seen that all the way to the end until he reaches court then these people all of a sudden are like fuck like if i just put in like guys that knew what they were doing could build, build in the mitigation so that there was there was less liability if something went wrong yeah. accidents are going to happen but at least if you have then documented you know all the mitigations and it leaves you less less liable and the best way to say it as well is that it's like i learned this a few, a few weeks ago like the saying is if you think safety is expensive, wait till you have an accident. Because it's going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, 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 you're fucked. Like, like, you're fucked if you don't have... If someone dies, like, you're fucked. You've got... You think of it like, you the compensation, then you've got, you know, any other um, claims as well in civil courts, then you've got uh, yeah. the prosecution fines, your loss of business, you've got, like... Yeah. Um, a prohibition notice put on the on your business as well. Like, you could have shit loads of, you know, sanctions against you, like, and all for sake of whatever you know a day rate is for, for safety cover that's it so i mean i'll be honest with you i've just like until i met you two i just like i've done literally fucking so many shoes that i need you both for yeah. but I've, i was always under the thing that i can do this myself yeah yeah but I, when it's just a tongue to you i'm just like what happened if somebody did die 100 percent, mate but as well like not not even safety is really expensive like even like the documentation side of things like that like, i offer those services out as well through solid ground just to do your generic risk assessments and stuff like that but you know that's not like really expensive like the, these kind of yeah. things but they're really key not just for doc like i'll say oh yeah i've done a risk assessment that's what it is it's not just about documentations but going through it so you can see what you need and what you don't need yeah. you know and it's people seem to think that as oh it's so so expensive it's all this we don't need it and stuff like that and you're like it's just it's 2022 like you know you need you do need it everyone needs it yeah. every single business needs it if you have more than five employees like it's just oh it's crazy so yeah but you but you're not the only one time like saying you know but how do, how, how do we educate people you know that was one of the reasons of getting yeah, involved that yeah. a lot of people need educating you know because there's a few agencies that follow me and i'm like yeah we need to get this to them yeah, yeah, this, this is going to this is going to sound terrible, mate, and it's probably just like from our backgrounds, Drew. This will probably resonate with Drew, but it's probably going to take someone having a serious accident um, yeah. until people actually like. So it's too late. Yeah, hundred percent, yeah. mate. Like, and I think a lot of people like put this kind of stuff at the back burner because, like, with you guys, and we yeah. see it and work with, with the camera crews, and in fairness, our guys are good, but they're thinking about right, I want this, I want this shot to be like fire. Do you know what I mean? I want yeah, this to go yeah. out and then like, this is going to like put me on the map and like everything else goes to the back, right? And yeah, they're just thinking about like, yeah, that's I'm, I'm going to make, but that's it, right? And <laughs> yeah. like, it's just like, yeah, just, just fuck that off and we'll, we'll worry about that. Yeah, yeah. But really like, this kind of stuff should be at the forefront yeah, because yeah. if anything goes wrong, like yeah. you just touched on, mate, your career's over and yeah, there's potential you're getting locked up for it as well. Depending yeah. on how, how like culpable you are in it, you know. Well, that's what's happening now. There's like not not too far from where I live now, um, near Leeds. There was a guy, he went the director with the jail for two guys down on his farm, and you're thinking like, oh, I don't see it's a farm, like fucking hell, it's pretty unsafe, you know. And the two guys died going in to uh, look after or clean something up, and were come by fumes, and he died, and he went to jail. So it's like, you know, people are getting punished now. Directors are for not showing it. So, you know, again, it's, it's a crap way to learn, but. It's the only way a lot of people are going to learn, fortunately. Yeah. I think for us, though, like, you know, the good thing about us, what we've got, there's obviously a certain kind of style to solid ground uh, where we can, you know, make it look... Yeah, there's uh, a lot of cool. substance with you, both, isn't there? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's not, you know what I mean? It's not being given to you, you know, this yeah. is it. You've both earned the right to be doing what you're doing. 100%, yeah. mate, yeah. Um, I was actually thinking about this on the way down. So, like, it's like the experiences that we'll... we'll built up you know like from yeah. our previous careers as well and then into this career you know these this career that we're in just now 
and there's a really really good podcast mate like you should i love podcasts so you should look at it um it's called the greatest mind so it's by a guy called uh, gaz bamford i hope i'm not slaughtering that and i'm on this podcast but basically he's the ex um i think he's a sergeant major of a special boat service and on his podcast he basically talks about experience as experiences times a thousand so us having all these experiences throughout our career yeah. like have let us go on to do what we do because we've not just like passed the course like we've been doing it for the last like 10 years plus um you know either in the army or in the emergency services where we've looked at situations and says right what's what's our risks here and how can we mitigate them and then it's only now that we've turned this into a business that's had all that you know experience behind it would you agree with that man yeah it's even the small stuff as well doesn't necessarily have to be big stuff like even personality issues and stuff like that. Like, you're going to work with arseholes. Like, yeah. I work with a lot of arseholes. A lot of good guys too. not calling everyone to work with an asshole. Just saying that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, even... And, and it's like trying to mitigate that into safety. You might think, like, well, how does that relate? But if you're working with someone on a shoot who's egotistic and he's trying to control it, even though you're hired as a safety controller, there's things like that there. Like, I know how to handle people like that. Um, I know how to put it and stuff in that way. And mm. coming from the military, you, you, you have a lot of... Um, guys from different backgrounds stuff as well so you're really like you, you can really manage anyone yeah and when you're on safety like my, my kind of role would be like a safety controller on the scene as well like yeah. ensuring things are kind of run almost like a project manager as such yeah. on scene um and it's like there's a lot of working parts and if you don't if you come from an environment like the military and stuff like that i feel like you really have a massive you know cutting edge to that um so yeah it's yeah. it's because that's one thing i know is we, we used cut when we were we're all having a little bit of a dick about like but when you switched it on you switched it on yeah and it was like well yeah it's all right all this the yeah. machines fluffiness as egos going on but then when you it was like right yeah yeah and, and that you need somebody like that the one yeah 100 percent, mate like cause, yeah because yeah. we love like as you've seen obviously like this like, like that like we just love banner we love yeah. like chatting shit and all that kind of stuff yeah. like we yeah. do and like you know probably 8% of our time on shoots, like we're just at the piss out of each other. Yeah. But then there is that 20% where we're like, right, okay, I need to fucking switch on here. Because if I don't, you know, I've got a cameraman on the other end of this line, or like, as you've seen with the water safety stuff, um, down in the lakes, um, yeah. it just, it needs that switch sometimes, or else, one, I mean, the safety is a big thing, but then two, like nothing gets done as well, you know, if you're just dicking around and all that kind of stuff, if you're just like, right, okay, let's just fucking switch on here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think we probably both do that well. Um, but likewise, like the because of the background of the company as well, like a lot of the lads, in fact, all the lads that we're working with now are all ex-military um, or emergency services. So they've, they've got that in them as well. Um, and that's not to say that we don't work with like civvies, we still do. Um, but I think they've got that appreciation as well that like when it's time to switch on, everyone just switches on, you know. There's that mutual respect. Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. I think it's a trust as well because, you know, I rely on the guys quite a lot for obviously the content side of things and creating like the reels and for Instagram and yeah. um, and just other things and like I'll just kind of ask what I need done and I'll know what'll get done and it'll be done really well. Obviously, you know, I, I pay them for it and stuff like that, but like it's just yeah. it's mega. Yeah. And if you're if yeah, the content you produce is really cool. I love, yeah, I love, I love it. Appreciate that. A lot. Yeah, really appreciate cool. that. That credit goes to the guys. To be fair, um, yeah. it massively does. And there's like a, a guy Jake. Um, yeah. I am War Dogs his Instagram name. Yeah, shout and out to Jake. I know Jake. <laughs> <laughs> we get, we get some plugs in here. Love them. Both of them. I just love them both. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, each, them, I don't yeah. know what it is. Is it being in the military? There's just no egos attached to it. No. You know, everybody's out for each other. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, yeah. it's just when you obviously you don't get that when you go to shoot, you've got a lot of egos. And, yeah. You know, dickheads. I wouldn't yeah. work with something like that, to be honest. If you yeah. get something like that for me, it's a big red flag. But. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I don't want like it's not that we tell them what to do either, but I just said to Jake like this is kind of shots I'm looking for, yeah. And you know, Jake puts a new spin on it, and bumping he nailed it. I was like, oh shit, you know, he got some really, you know, and this is pre- working in the past and stuff as well. So yeah, he's all over. It. And then same with Joe, I've only ever met him, you know, yeah, few times. Um, GPM, but just yeah, he he's mega, like you know, smashing all the the reels and stuff I got yeah, for us as well. Yeah. He didn't. So yeah, I mean, the, the guys, to be honest, you know, they were worth the weight in gold. Um, they really are, and Adam as well, and he does a lot of the videos, and he made that you know the big uh, promo video we done yeah, there recently. Yeah, so, yeah. like, whenever he gets a chance, his life's a bit chaotic right now. If all his work coming out of his ears, yeah, he's doing yeah. he's doing really well. Like, he's yeah. just been signed to like um, do some jobs. Well, I think he's actually on a retainer now to do work in Ibiza next year. Yeah. So, like, these lads that we're working with, like, 
you know, you've got Aslan, who I would say is at the top of his game, and works with like Land Rover, you know, Osprey. Shout out to him, he's probably gave us like, he took a massive chance on us and kind of got us, you know, working with like Osprey and um, we're heading out to France next month as well for a project with him. Um, but likewise, like the lads like Loza, um, Jake and Joe, like they're coming up, but they're going to be really good. Um, if they're, they're already there, you know, like and even the content that they're producing is absolutely brilliant. Um, it's good because it's like, it, I can see that they're telling the brand story. Yeah. And yeah. that's really important to me. That obviously like meeting you, then I follow you on Instagram, yeah. and it's the same people. But I've yeah, 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 it still feels the same. Not looks the same, but yeah. feels the same. Yeah, and it's really, it's really good. It's really I think good. they all understand the concept. The yeah, most yeah. foremost, yeah. I could go to some random photographer now and pay them less than what I would have paid those guys, whatever, um, and it wouldn't get nowhere near as good because they just don't understand it. Yeah, and then plus these guys are all they all know their their ropes as well. Then I can actually. You know they're they're not scary guys. You know we 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 tag them off cliffs and they were like looking yeah. over it and they were like complete trust in us. Yeah. Uh, you know as well and it's just it's mega. You're not gonna get them anywhere else. So yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's a, that's a big point as well. Like we've all kind of got our specialisms. You know yeah, we all yeah. know like a, a bit about. So we will maybe yeah. because we work with the camera crews we'll know what they're what they're after. Yeah. Um, but likewise they know what we're after and they'll just let you go on with it. So like for example you know. I'd say I'm, I'm the kind of ropes expert, so I'll do all the rigging and all that kind of stuff, but they'll just let me go on with it. They'll not be like, oh, no, a better way. They're just like, that's Scotty's ball. Just let him do it. And we're actually filming down in Hodge Close. Uh, was that last month we were down there for the safety? Yeah, so down yeah. there last month. And uh, Loza, so Adam's uh, like seven, seven or eight-year-old son come down with us. And uh, he's like, I want to go over there. So I go over there. So it's like eight metres to the bottom. And Adam's like, I says, listen, Adam, like, it's your son, you're probably better, like, you know, bailing him, like, this is, this is solid, you know, you could hang a Land Rover off this, but, just so you've got control of the rope, and he's like, nah, mate, he's like, I don't trust myself, he's like, just, just you, you crack on and do it, and that just shows you, like, the trust, yeah, yeah, so, wow. like, like, he's, he trusts me enough that his son, like, is on the end of that line, you know what I mean? Um, That's special, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that, that was that, like, even then, you're like, you know, you don't want to be that kind of fluffy about it, but... You're, you've got a bit of lump in your throat because you're like this this bloke like trust me enough to put his son off the end of this cliff so how, how are people finding you both then how, how, how are they actually you're not really doing marketing to a degree where you kind of it's probably word of mouth yeah, yeah. it's just a lot of jobs network, and just yeah, yeah. It's networking big people time at the moment because yeah. like that's the thing well in terms of the business itself like the clothing side of things um, obviously I've got Google sales and stuff I do ads in Google like, I'm, I'm, I'm basically in charge of all that there and um, I mean, it's a nightmare. Obviously, you know yourself. Like, it's obviously you Shopify for the store, um, and yeah, I mean that that's always been something that's ongoing. Um, and then obviously I do some advertisements through the website uh, or through the Instagram and social medias um, whenever I do product releases. But the actual safety side of thing, you're not really you're not going to get that. I mean, there's no point putting money into Instagram advertising for that I would just be it'd be so niche I feel like it's it's kind of hard mm. I can make and use the visuals make it look cool and maybe hope that might bring someone in to get a clothing yeah. sale but I just can't guarantee that so I um, met her on LinkedIn and just like really, yeah, so really start networking yeah. with my you know the marketing director of I mean creative agencies is probably a really good one to, to lock into because yeah. they're the ones that Land Rover are going to yeah. they're the ones that Rab are going to these creative agencies 100% and, yeah. and it's like they're the ones that will kind of book you both you only need to get in from the people you two and just talk and just kind of say and you, yeah. you're just like oh shit man okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 not that shit you last week it's like yeah. fuck I think that's the thing as well, mate. Like, um, it just it, it's just awareness. It's just knowledge. Yeah, of this, just this. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like, fuck it. I just will not be doing another one without yeah. grabbing the ball. And like, likewise, like we've we've worked with blokes that just have fucking no personality, mate. Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. probably blowing blowing trumpets here, but like, I yeah. think we've got personality and kind of spades full. Yeah. And like. You know, we could chat shit for hours. We just sit in front of someone oh, and like, could. as well as chat. <laughs> um, but not like browbeating them. Like, you know, you need us and blah blah blah. Like, we'll just come in and just have a chat with you over coffee and say, yeah, yeah. like, if you don't get this right, you're fucked. Like, you can work with us or choose to work with us, choose not to work with us. It's fine. But here are the risks that you're leaving yourself open to. And then we'll still have a laugh. We'll still have banter around about it. Um, and I think that's something we probably bring to shoots as well because, yeah. like. You know, it's just having that personality, and you've got to go. You've got to go on with you people, mate. Yeah. Sixteen hours in, 
100%. cameraman's there, don't know the rig, but yeah. then you've got this nice little spark going on with you two. And yeah. Stuff. It just keeps that morale up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even People like, don't know the adversity and, and what it takes to after 16 hour day to still have that. It's a graft, mate. It's a graft. But yeah. even, even like what we are describing here, right, might sound sexy. People like, oh, rope back access yeah, and yeah. like all these like cool, the Osprey and all that kind of stuff. But like, I was on a shoot there, like, for Osprey up in Fort William. We were living in, like, two caravans, right? Yeah. So there was, like, say, ten of us on the shoot, living in caravans, cramped conditions and stuff like that. We're still chatting shit, banter, the weather was terrible. And, like, see when the lads are, like, editing their pictures? Yeah. Like, I'm not above. Like, I'm, I'm fucking in making them dinner because yeah. I'm just like, okay, I've got fucking an hour here. That's the, the lad, shit, that, mate. Yeah, yeah the lads, yeah. But I'm, I'm just like that. Like, I'm not above that. Like, the yeah. lads are fucking busy. They're grafting, right, okay, I'm going to get the, get the macaroni on. And, like, that's it, you know what I mean? Like... And then that way, it's just one big team effort. And the lights are like working with, you know, the camera camera guys are probably leading our jobs at the moment. They can say, oh, I didn't need to worry about fucking yeah. cooking my dinner. Or I didn't need yeah. to worry about bringing that extra bit of kit up because the lads were all over it. Yeah. Big thing, know. that, isn't it, the word team? Oh, yeah. Not many people think of it. They think of, like, bosses and the chain of command and stuff yeah. like that. But they don't understand what it is to be yeah. part of a team. And you're all kind of working together. I, I feel like... the same... Same good, mate, yeah. The only thing, like, people would get confused at was when, like, in terms of what we would do is, like, controlling it. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between a controller and a leader. Yeah. Control controller is the boss. The boss is, every, everyone is the boss. Like, everyone has their own rules. The controller is just making sure that things are going to work efficiently. Yeah. Um, and that's something that's, like, you know, you kind of, it's, it's pushing that through as well. Because, like, we're not in charge of their shoots. They are. We're just facilitating it. And that's, we're just facilitating it in a safe manner. That's it. That's all we're doing. Yeah, we so, I think yeah, I think the teamwork thing as well, mate. It just goes back to like where we've came from as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's what we. There's not really individuals and in, the guys we're working with. We all just kind of come together. Um, yeah. And again, I think that's from our, our careers, you know, from before. Yeah. yeah. You think I, I, I listened to something the day about like um, the sort of like the youngs at the minute, and these are the ones that are doing the shoots and they're doing the marketing thing. But they're all right when there's no storm. And the weather's fine. Yeah. But it, you need people like you two when the storm hits. Yeah. Because then they're the ones that crumble. Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I just need to take the piss out of it, to be honest. Yeah. For like that embrace the suck, they say. Yeah, it's me, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Even a like, lot of people don't know how to do that. Yeah. They just I, quit. I think that's, like, it's probably going to get quite deep now, mate, but I don't know if that's a generational thing as well, man. Yeah, like, definitely. I don't know if, like... Yeah. You know, we talk about these kind of snowflakes and stuff like that, and like, they definitely exist, man. Like people like that haven't been met with like any adversity in their life, and like both myself and Drew have. Like, you know, we've we've been through shit, both in our you know personal life and in our careers. Um, and I think it's just having that, like, that what would you say, like, just standing up to like adversity and, and you know having that wherewithal that you can like, right, we're gonna get through this. Like, it's that more. What was it saying? Analogy like solutions, not problems. So like problem presents itself we'll just find a solution to go around it do you know what I mean a lot of it's down to their ego as well in terms of the generation um, or Gen Z they call it yeah. I don't even know I'm not down with the kids now but it's like um, you know it's not just about the whole offended culture obviously that's going around as well that they think oh they're it's the whole entitlement culture as well and they feel so entitled that's the fact that they ego that like you know they don't need to do certain things and they don't need to go through certain things and it's like it's life. Life doesn't care whether you're offended or not. Life doesn't give a shit. Like, you know, yeah. it's going to hit you in the ass. Like, you know, I've had times where I felt on top of the world and all of a sudden this came crashing down. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was just like, you know, I used to hear half and blind all the time. Like, right, this, you know, this is just, this is fucking shit. Like, you know, what's going on? Um, and then I've had my own kind of ways out of it and stuff. But, you know, it's just life. You have to kind of face it with a smile and you have to face it with a laugh and get over it because that old saying as well, I love, um, you know, why take life so seriously we're not going to live it alive yeah. you know yeah. Um, yeah. but it's hard when you have this like yeah it is hard with the whole Gen Z <laughs> to be honest there it's like yeah. some of the stuff I see now like on social media I'm like holy shit I mean what is going on yeah it's weird I'm glad I grew up when I did to be honest and do you see that with some of the folks that you're working with like yeah yeah, yeah. Um, they're not all that I mean they're like that they just they've, they've not got the right people role models around to inspire them yeah to mm. be like that you know when it's like people like you two that you know want to see i'm like i want the kids to be following you two and just yeah. kind of kind of feel the fear and do it anyway don't don't just quit and just yeah. you know it's all right going for that life shit 
be all right with it. It's shit. Yeah. You can have good days and bad days and stuff like that. But these are the ones that are potentially getting the jobs that they need you to in the life. Yeah. I'm all right with them. Look, if you want to quit, cool and stuff like that. But make sure you're safe. Make sure you've got Scott and Drew. When things go fucking south, yeah. you can just go... Can you sort this for me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's it, mate. I think just having that, taking that big step back and yeah. like just looking like at the whole playing field, mate. I think that that's that's definitely what we bring to the party. Yeah. Because um, as I said, like all these guys have got um, all these specialist roles. If you like, like cameramen and stuff like that, like they're not thinking about oh fuck, is that rock going to yeah. fall or you know, and I'm in a safe position here. They're just not because, as we said before, it's that cognitive overload. Yeah, they want to get that shot. They need to get it, a shot. Yeah, I totally yeah. understand that. That's it. I totally understand that. And even like, even from like members of the public, like, the amount of deaths that have been caused by like taking selfies. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Just like, oh, cool angle, cut, woof, off the cliff, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that like, cameramen are, that it's just mad. Yeah. Yeah, cameramen are going to be like, the exact same, except to a lesser degree, you know, as yeah. you said, all they're worried about is getting that, I've got. I need to get this cool shot for the brand, and that's what's going to stand. You know, yeah. they put me in the map and make that's me stand what they're up. Getting paid for. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I'm here. Yeah, and they're putting that first before their actual own safety. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, mate, a hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I think another thing for yeah. our brand as well is like it's that like authenticity as well. I think you kind of touched on that, mate. Like what you see online yeah. is actually what we're like what as well. Like, yeah. Um. And we talked about another brand uh, when we're down the like district, like through dark, like they're, they're the exact same. Like yeah. you know, they they are putting out this really cool brand and really cool content, but they have the backstory of like being like former, you know, special forces operators. So like that is that is very like authentic to the life that they used to live. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably important for us as a brand, like just maintaining, like not trying to be something. One Do more. you not? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You, you need to have that kind of personal touch. I would like I didn't want to be the face of Solid for years. No one knew who it was. I was just a secret guy. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean now it's just um it is well, you two are the brand, aren't you? And it and it is, you know, that's you know, that's why I wear my cap out and stuff like because I know it represents you two. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's like if I'm doing a shoot next time and I've got a good sixteen hours, you're the two people I want by my side. Sixteen yeah. hours because I yeah. know that you've got my back. Yeah. And that's what solid ground outdoors is. You've always got your back. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. matter if it's fucking bright outside or the storm hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're gonna do it with a, with a bit of crack as well. That's what it's all about. That's always uh, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. After six, like ten that hours, is, in, yeah, like, yeah. Fucking the shit is the fun. Like, yeah. And then you've got you two doing that. Yeah, and mate. Your morale just kind of just gives you that little bit. Yeah, of morale. we'll be alright. Yeah, yeah. We'll be alright. And I think a lot of people don't realise that. Like, it's quite a kind of poignant point there about like you know the 16 hours 18 hour days like yeah. before i came into this kind of industry like i didn't realize the days were going to be that long you know i was just like i've just gone there and set up some rigging if i can get the shot and then out nah like they're going to take you know 100 plus shots and like you know yeah. the same like different angles and you know you're going to be there all day um and then if you've got like big heavy packs on you're carrying an extra kit for the camera yeah. crews um and then you need you obviously stay switched on through all of that as well you know yeah. there will be periods of downtime where you're saying you're having a bit of crack and Maybe the, the talents like readjusting, you know, whatever products or you know hair and makeup, whatever it may be. Um, Your makeup, then, yeah, makeup for a minute, yeah. <laughs> um, and then they need to like we need to switch on again. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that, yeah. Uh, we just we're all over that kind of safety game. Um, so where if somebody wants to hire you, Bob, where can they find you? Right, solidgroundoutdoors dot com, um, yeah. or else go on to Instagram and it's at sgo uk. Right, so, so people want to buy your clobber as well they can go yeah to all the same website well. yeah. yeah basically there's just like an um, info at solidgroundoutdoors.com is you know if you want to chat us about anything right. um, we both have access to that email and then obviously your order, we have an orders email and we've got our own personal emails as well so um, but yeah bounce on that or else if you want to chat us on LinkedIn you know um, you can find us Drew at SGO and LinkedIn as well or just search the business name and one of the employees so yeah, it's. Um, I'm excited for you both. I'm, I'm just excited for the brand. I'm excited for yeah. the business. I just yeah. know you. Just know that you just people are just gonna hear. You. No, you just know I appreciate it. that, mate. Yeah. Well, you get it. But it is, it is about you too. Do you yeah. know what I mean? As soon as you meet you two, you're like done. You just need to get in front of more people. That's yeah, it. I think yeah. you you said Don't that, mate. When we met you down, it's quite a kind of chance meeting. Actually, it just yeah. shows you like like I'm I'm a great believer in that, mate. I yeah, think me too. Like I think the the universe lines up. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And um, 
it's quite well we cover the backstory on that how did you know about it have you covered that the backstory about how we all met and stuff like that or no, no. I don't, it's probably quite no. you call it decent, it's weird isn't it actually yeah so we were down um we were down doing a shoot down in a place called hodge close uh is that what it's called that place hodge close yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so really famous um like through dark i've filmed down there and the witcher was filmed down there as yeah well. Um, so massive quarry in the Lake District, like, but really, really dangerous, like eighty meters drop-ins um, for the quarry walls, and then I think the actual water's like two hundred feet deep or something like that. There's like cave systems underneath the water really? and stuff like. That. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Really deep. Yeah. yeah, it's really deep. And it's like yeah, ice cold. Yeah. Ah, you'd, you'd be yeah. fucked on it. Yeah. Yeah. What if you went right? Down? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, if yeah, you went right down. Yeah, you're ah, fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So like, people always made a joke that there's probably bodies in there, but you wouldn't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gonna know. Like, so they're very fucking deep. It's and like, even up, even like, like when we were in there, and we were shooting. Like, there's there's so many like um. They call it like underwater hazards. So like just things that you get your, your shoelace kept caught on and then you won't come back up again. Yeah. Um, like cars and bridges and all that. But everybody obviously swims there, right? So we we had a look and we were like, oh, that's going to be amazing to like film in there. Um, so yeah, like the team comes down and I think the, uh, before we'd met you the day before, we were filming on the cliffside. So we're doing like rope stuff on the cliffside. Then we stayed out that night and we filmed some overnight stuff with like flaming torches and like smoke in the caves and all that kind of stuff. It was really cool. And then the Sunday, um, we obviously got all the, the uh, water kit because we're doing all the, the kind of water shots. I go down then, you and, you and the guy are just down there like, you all right, lads? Right. <laughs> you all right, lads? And then, yeah, I think it was just like, we obviously like said, oh, what do you do? When yeah, yeah, end? I think it was Joel that come over and said, oh, do you mind if we get some shots? Like, yeah, yeah. Because we've done that many times and asked people, like, no, 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 what happened? Yeah, like, yeah. Nah, we're going to fucking do this. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, then... Um, the missus she got involved in one yeah, of the shoots yeah, yeah. and that as well yeah we're meant to have like someone come down but it was just all kind of last minute so I had a good lady filled in it was in. sick I loved it I good, loved it? it but like you said you know it's just aligned with people like. it does mate yeah honestly I'm so proud to have you on and it's like you know just to spread your message and stuff it's mint no I really appreciate it I just love it, everything that you both about it's sick yeah, yeah no I really appreciate it mate and yeah no I think that's true the universe does it lines up mate and I've seen it so many times like in my life you know what I mean um, even with like us two like you meeting, too mate you know yeah. like um, like yeah. this time last year I didn't know him crazy isn't it no no that's true I'm in the business no you can't so. get rid of him so <laughs> <laughs> but no it, it, yeah it's, it's, it's weird um, it's just crazy how life but again it's, it's that whole PMA thing that positive mental attitude yeah, kind of thing like yeah. you're gonna have this shit times but you just have to smile it off like I've not always been the most positive yeah, yeah, yeah. person in my life of course but yeah. it's one thing I've learned you know and yeah. also when if like a plan doesn't go well then don't just you know completely destroy the plan you know just don't just start again but just yeah. take a counter moment look over it yeah. again look where you can just go accept, exactly yeah accept it for what it is. 100%, exactly yeah. and look over yeah. again so that's kind of how i've kept solid ground going for so long um and now i've got someone else involved yeah. it's mega having a especially having a second person to look over what you're doing and you know have a like kind of guidance because before obviously you know you joined i was like sending them stuff like what do you think of this year new cab coming out and it was like oh that's shit i'm like oh really but like nah like, I don't think that's ever happened but yeah you mean you do that kind of thing so it's yeah. mega I just but I just you know what I mean it's like you know from, from my point of view a brand point of view that what it, that logo stands for why I wear it is you know for integrity and yeah. authenticity and looking after people and yeah. you know that you're safe when you're wearing it yeah. you know that's what a brand means and when I wear that logo that's when I've got it on my head, that's why. Yeah, that's why I wear it. It's actually quite funny you mention that as well, Tim, because um, like when we were like coming together to like decide, you know, do we keep the clothing side of things down solid ground, and then do we set do we set off like a kind of like another branch of the business under a different name, and like we went back and forward like so many times, like sending each other like on like uh, Creative Cloud, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think of this name? What do you think of that name? And then I remember Drew just phoned me up and he's like, do you, do you know what, mate? I think we should just keep it solid ground and like I was like and at first you're like well how do we merge that you know the clothing and then the safety thing but it's worked out really well because like the logo is like so recognisable it's got such a cool name as well like Salty said solid ground outdoors so like it kind of conjures up that safety looking after each other like everything's built solid you know and like it's worked out really well man like you've done it perfect it's just mm. like it, it's just happened the way it's happened and that's yeah. weird if, I, if, I would, if you were going to come to me and ask me for any advice I've done it exactly how you've done it yeah it's just strange though because like I was mm, don't know what, I think it was like 23 or 24 whatever I started it um, back in 2018 I was like you know 
why I picked Solid Ground Outdoors in the name, I don't know. But I did. And he just always asked me how did it come to my head. But I, it worked anyway. Um, and then now, you know, four and a half years later, it's like, oh, that's why. You know, that's weird. It. Weird oh, how it worked out. It's yeah. mental. Um, it's mental. The thing is, is because it's, it, it, it's come from here, Solid Ground Outdoors. Yeah. yeah. And that's why it's always worked. And a lot of people be kind of... Um, a lot of people think too much you don't feel enough and i i understand like obviously the mind is rational and you kind of like make a lot of logical decisions with your mind but not enough people think with the heart yeah and the heart sometimes and i think that's what you've done with that yeah and that's why it's worked and that's why it's come to this that it's always been about that yeah looking after people and heart and yeah you know yeah going yeah. from adversity uh, yeah i think we're bang on mate i think with it like yeah, just following your heart's a big thing, mate. Like, um, even for me, like my own kind of like personal um, kind of experience of that, as I said, like I came to a point in my career, um, probably not even that long ago, mate, maybe like, as I said, 18 months ago, where like, I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm just kind of like lost a bit of love for this and other wee bits and pieces happened at work and I was like, what, are you, what am I actually passionate about? And like, you watch all these like, YouTube, like, you know, yeah, self-help yeah. videos. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah all that yeah. kind of stuff. And it's like, it always talks about like going inside do you know what I mean like ha- having a think about what it is you're actually mm. passionate about um, and for me like as I said about our kind of backstory like the outdoors has always been like my passion yeah. and then I'm like okay how can I turn this in to like a business yeah. um, and then yeah like as I said weird like I don't know the universe manifest I don't know like everything just lines up like yeah. me and Drew get in contact with each other like we meet you we work with like Aslan, we build all these contacts with Osprey. Mm-hmm. Now he's using us for more projects that yeah. we're going to the country to do it next month. Like, amazing, no. it's just me, yeah. mate. Like, we're talking about all of that yeah. stuff. Like, it's spooky. I think, I think there's too, there's too much emphasis on personal development, mate, right? Yeah, and I think you see books about personal development yourself, but there's not enough books about helping other people out, yeah, right? And I think if a lot more people focused on that, okay, your main thing is making people safe and other people safe, yeah. by doing that, you actually help yourself and actually personally develop yourself, yeah, you're right, man. Do you know what I mean? You're right. You actually find your why by helping other people, yeah. figure out how can I help other yeah. people out. But what's weird about that as well, mate, is like more positive comes out of it. Yeah. I've always found that. Like yeah. more and more positive comes out of it. Like even us, like it's yeah. a team, we all we're all helping each other out. You know, like yeah. the camera guys will help us out, you know, we'll help them yeah. out, like whether they be with like gear, advice, whatever it whatever it is they need, yeah. and then like all all this cool positive stuff just keeps spinning out the back of it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like yeah. I mean, the guys could like pick up the phone to, and we regularly do this. Like, pick up the phone at like 11, 12 o'clock at night, you're like sitting with your missus and like, mate, what do you think about this? Like, I've just had this fucking, this thought. Um, yeah, okay, mate. And then you know, just spend like half an, hour, half an hour speaking to him and try to like work through it. And we do that all the time. Um, so yeah, I, I think it is, mate, like just constant positivity just leads more positivity all from helping folk out mate I think that's yeah oh, I, big, that. big I used to whenever I was doing solid ground by myself like I used to donate quite a bit of money to like um, the National Trust kind of sites well National Trust in Scotland the Lake District Foundation uh, Mountain Rescue yeah Mountain Rescue yeah. Patri- I've done like a thing with them and then the Patriotic I can't remember what it was Patriotic something I don't know anyway Patriotic <laughs> and uh, <laughs> some charity yeah some charity I can't remember <laughs> I used to like I, I know a fairly substantial amount of money to them a lot more than I probably could have afforded at the time obviously for the business but I did it anyway because um, I always wanted to give back and stuff like that and then obviously I had your whole Fisher Mountain was the quote and I, obviously a lot of people re- re- resonated with a lot of people um, but yeah I mean it, it, it definitely helped me at times with it but every time I felt like I gave out to other like you know, uh, I donated money to these charities. I used to think, you know, I could take this money for myself. I never did. And I give it to the charity and I'd be like, the business would boom for like two or three months. I'm like, yeah. well, there you go. Like, that's the thing. It was weird. Yeah. I thought it was so strange. And now there's like a couple of bins in the late district with solid ground on the side of it. Well, I've never seen them. But people, it's yeah. Mental, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, no saint by no means. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think whenever you do good actions, they're always rewarded for sure. Um, I think that's probably more likely uh, the case, but I know that, that's it really, you know, when, again, I've met some really good people in my life. I've met some, you know, real arseholes as well. And I feel like the good people, regardless of anything, you they, their positivity and everything just kind of shines through them. Like, you'll never forget that. Like, you really yeah, don't. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, it kind of comes to the top, man. It's like, yeah. it kind of comes yeah. to the top. 
Um, and yeah, I, it's, it's been mega. It has been mega. Right, well, I'm going to wrap it up on that. I just want to thank you both for coming on. I really appreciate it. Fan. I'm going to be a fan for the rest of my life. You've got a new gear as well, mate. Eh? You've got all that new gear as well. You know, mate, that's it. I've got, I can't wait to open it up and just rock it. I wear my cap all the time. Yeah. I'm out, mate. But I mean, you've still been it's, it's nice because I just I kind of wear it for me. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I really do really know what it about safety and looking after people when I put it on. It's yeah. I just um, it's sick, sick. Yeah, sick. Everything you do. Mate. Appreciate it, mate. You've been smashing outdoors as well, mate. So you get a good little little run out. That fucking last ravine I did was so fucking good. Is that right? So good. I'll have to send you send you it. Right, yeah. Mate. So good. When you get you up to Scotland sometime, get maybe out in the winter or something like that. Up for yeah. that mate. I've never been to Scotland and done the mountains oh, in Scotland, not? so oh, yeah, man. yeah. No, I'm out. waiting for the right time. This yeah. could be the time, I think. Yeah, definitely, mate. You're going to have an eye opener anyway. Yeah, fucking see it in his eyes. Get right? up some winter. Yeah. Some winter <laughs> action. He brought back my opinion. Where'd I come from? Definitely. In fact, whilst we're on, we better, um, we better mention Vicky, actually. Because of oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, I hope they don't mind. So we're basically um, out the back of all so the kind of safety stuff. Mm. Um, we got in tow um, with one of the girls that um, done really well on SASU Dinner's Wins. So I think she was on, was it Argentina that did the mountains? Yeah. Yeah, um, Vicky and her man, uh, Mel Dean. So he's a, an ex-rugby um, professional. They're based down in London. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like pers- personal trainer to like the stars kind of thing. So they've set up um, another business called Intrepid and we we're basically coming on board to do all the safety coverage um, for the Scottish um, portion of this business so they're running them all over the place one in Scotland and then I believe they're going to Jordan um, out to the Alps all over um, and yeah just to kind of give that, sh- that business a shout out um, so we start Intrepid Intrepid yeah what are they on Instagram uh, we are Intrepid yeah we are on we, we are Intrepid on Instagram yeah. and um, yeah so it's, we are going out with them in November in, last week in November yeah. um, they've got 12 spaces I think 3 or 4 of those spaces are already taken um, but it's open to anyone so just sign up and you'll be able to spend basically the Thursday to the Sunday with us too kind of putting you through your paces but also um, Vicky and Mel as well um, and we've got some cool stuff lined up but we've, we've kind of held back I mean one thing no I won't, I won't say it on the podcast yeah right we're gonna go we'll leave it I'll talk to it afterwards right? yeah yeah definitely. okay thank you so much for listening everybody <laughs> goodbye <laughs>